My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And we are the Extra Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. Welcome to another installment of our foreign horror series or horror around the globe or whatever we call it. I don't know. (laughs) You know, we are diving into foreign horror this year as our series. And this one's kind of a twofer. So this is a Canadian film, but it is also an indigenous Canadian film. So this is about the natives. So, and it is made by the indigenous Canadian actors and i don't know about the director i believe it is pretty much all made by the pretty sure all of it yeah Yeah. and it's even on like reservation land like their land and yeah so i'm pretty sure it's pretty true to form yeah and so we wanted this is actually all kristen's idea so i don't take any credit for this include that because it doesn't get I mean, the native community in America and Canada. And I've actually, before this, learned a lot about how Canada treats their native people as well. And it's about the same as we treat ours here. So yeah, not great. Not great. Yeah. Yeah. So this actually came out last year and I was super excited just on, I love native Americans. Oh my God. In another lifetime, I hope I was one because yes, they just they're amazing and i was so excited to see a native american horror film because i never ever seen like who has ever seen one they don't have any right and that's basically what we're finding out is there's not many out there so we decided to do a couple of them and this one was an important especially political one to talk about from last year so we might as well bring it into our horror series this year and give you an extra one at the end of the month but this one is a very important so it is just a zombie film when it comes down to it but once we get into it there's so much about freaking colonialism in the commentary throughout it and it's so great it's so great they and they're not it's not subtle either like some uh-uh. parts are subtle but they actually also come out and t- say it mm-hmm. in the film to each other this film is called blood quantum by the way <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that's <it. laughs> important because you know titles you you need to know what to watch like yeah (laughs) so this is 2019's blood quantum and it is a zombie film and so this is actually the second week in a row week for us we're recording on weeks but this won't be a week thing for you guys but the second zombie film that we've recorded the last one was yummy from belgium wasn't it was kind of political i guess but not like this this is like an important commentary film yeah and it's I love when horror gets to play politics because it's very often on the right side of politics. And yeah. obviously this is going to be on the right side because the community itself is making the film and doing the commentary themselves. It's not like, you know, the other people are doing it for them. Right, exactly. Which is what we what they need they need to be representing themselves. But Essentially, the the plot is fairly simple as far as zombie films go. There's an outbreak. And what is interesting about this one, though, is the native peoples are immune. Yes. 
And it's really cool because we get like a comic book style in the background of it almost showing that why they're immune is because this is their land. Like we came to it. They were born there. They for thousands and thousands of years, they were on that land. So Mother Nature is cool with them. Yeah, and it actually, when you say, when Kirsten says comic book style, there are actually, like, artistic drawing art stylings of kind of a representation of Mother Nature actually showing that she's cool with them. not Right, exactly. With the colonizers, with us, and it's specifically calling out the Europeans, so, that came over and took the land. So, Something that they actually say too, and I, we're going to, I'm kind of skipping around because it, I don't really want to talk too much about the plot of a zombie film because you've seen them one, you've seen one, you've seen them all. And that, but they all right. do different things and serve different purposes. Typically zombie films are here to talk about something. And right. because if they weren't, if zombie films didn't do a, have a secondary purpose, then there would be no point in making them anymore. Uh, right we've all seen it other than for different like i'm gonna do a different type of gore kill but we've seen intestines pulled out we've seen eyeballs <laughs> ripped out. Right. we've seen faces bitten off like we don't care about that anymore we also don't care about the interpersonal issues between basically camps and compounds we right. see that. which is why using it as a political platform is so good so good Exactly. And I didn't hear about this film in 2019. Granted, I don't think it had a, a major wide release. And it only had 10,000 at the box office, almost yeah. 11,000. It was distributed by Elevation Pictures, and I have never heard of them. So it's kind of unfortunate. I don't think they had great advertising, essentially. No, but it was picked up by Shudder. So that was the big thing that Shudder was kind of promoting it. And it's still on there if anybody wants to check it out. Yeah. And that's good because I think that Shudder is starting to, when Shudder first came out, it didn't have a ton of great stuff on it. It mm -hmm. was very like CD horror, but now it's starting to pick up these films that are a ton of hidden gems and a yes. lot of political things too. I mean, yummy that we just did was on shutter. So yeah, they're getting a lot more that need to be talked about. Yeah. So, but basically this is actually set in, so it starts in the eighties and it starts by these salmon being completely gutted, but still moving around. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they know pretty immediately that this is their shit going on. You know, yes. they're, they're like, oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> and they're even having to euthanize their dogs. I mean, it's, it's coming, it's starting with the animals first. Yes. As it does, you know, or at least the animals know that something's going on. So again, we have this outbreak initially, and then it actually cuts to six months later. So something that I really liked that it did was it kind of cut all that shit out. Like, it mm -hmm. didn't it didn't show you and it didn't care about the world ending essentially because that's yeah. not what it was about 
Exactly. The only thing I do want to comment is before the world ends, we do see a family dynamic. So we have a our sheriff and his ex-wife and his sons. There's two of them. And one of his sons has impregnated a white girl. And actually, she is was in Degrassi, if anybody's excited by that. Woo-woo, I love Degrassi. But that's really all that really happens in the background. It's kind of showing their family dynamic and maybe a couple friends and their situation that will come into it that's it yeah which obviously you know sets up what the conflict is because this is more about the family dynamic the interpersonal conflict the compound issues because the zombies are a side thing it Mm -hmm. again like i said zombies are kind of a side thing kind of like I've mentioned this before. That's kind of why I stopped watching Walking Dead because the interpersonal bullshit just got so tired after X amount of seasons. But this is why I like this film because it's short enough to where it does what it needs to do and it stops. Right. And you're, I mean, I don't mean to give away some of the deaths, but you think certain people are going to live and they don't end up making it to the end the people that you think are going to die actually end up making it to the end. Like there's a kid our, our one of our sons gets bit right in the beginning and you're like, all right, that's it. He's going to fucking die. And then six months later, he's still alive. And you're like, what the fuck? And that's when you figure out that it's turning white people into zombies, but it's not turning them. They're good. And they figure that out really quickly too, because later you see they have set up, like they do have this little compound. It's kind of made out of these shipping containers, essentially stacked on top of each other. And they are, they have this nurse's station, which I'm kind of skipping ahead, but she, somebody walks in and he's getting a bite wound treated and he is covered in them, Mm -hmm. scarring from teeth marks. And you're like, Oh, So that's just kind of collateral damage. Right. That's not a big deal. Right. But there's even a girl who tells us, she's like, it it took losing my family to figure out that, you know, can't become a zombie doesn't mean can't be eaten. Because she talks about how her, her indigenous family members got eaten by their dog that she ended up having to kill. That's sad. Oh, yeah. So they're still threatened by the number of zombies out there. Because they're still, sadly, a minority. But at the same time, they're like, we can do this. We're fighting back. We got this. I mean, obviously, that's a huge advantage. You can yeah. get fight one, get bit, and still be okay. As long right. as you don't lose, lose a significant amount of blood. And you don't get torn to shreds. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Well, Another thing about these compounds is some of them are bringing back people to try to help. So this is another typical compound or typical problem that we have with these zombie compounds and these movies. We bring back people. And one of the first issues that we see is we bring back a father and his young daughter who she, she's been bitten. And of course she's young and Some people feel sorry for her and some people do not because they are trying to protect their own. And again, they have been victimized, kicked off their own land, suffering 
for literally generations upon generations. And now they're being expected to help these people. You exactly. Know. It, it's great to look at it from the other side, because if you think of it from the other side, like way back when, I guarantee you, there was a young boy or a girl that maybe got smallpox that was given to them by the white people. And they probably took them to the local church or mission or something. And they were like, save them. And I guarantee you, they got turned away or killed or, or. Now we're in the same position, just reversed. And now they get to be the ones calling the shots. Exactly. And, you know, this is one of those conversations that's incredibly sensitive to have with when you had the, you know, these white people this past summer and everything screaming like, well, I haven't personally kept slaves and I haven't done this, this, this. Well, this is not like this is a, a situation in this film where, you know, and I didn't personally you know, displace this group of people. And then now it's like, well, we have now this situation in this film, of course, is entirely fictionalized and dramatized where we have the tables completely flipped, like you just said, mm-hmm. and they do try to help these people again, just as they did generations ago and they get fucked. <laughs> like, right. But it's also interesting to look at why are they even put in this position? Because the white girl is the one that brought them there. It's not, it's not these indigenous people opening their arms, letting anybody come in. She keeps sneaking them in, keeps telling people where they are and shit. And it's not even because they don't want to help, but they're trying to protect their own. They're not going out. The only reason they're going out is to basically hunt and find resources. They're not going out to find people. They're just trying to hunker down essentially and maintain their own. But this girl I remember because she is the girlfriend of one of the sons she and, and it's fine like of course wanting to save people that's not a bad quality right. to have, but she doesn't have that protect your own and be you know family first here we need to be weary of other people because we have been victimized you know right. But I almost feel like she should. Like, I get the she wasn't really victimized thing. But at the same time, she is pregnant and she is, like, ready to pop pregnant. You don't have any of that protect my babiness at least going on. I would not be dealing with that shit. No. Also true. Like, I would not be leaving for anything. Like, Mm -mm. I'd be like, I will do whatever y'all need me to do. I'm going to be right here, like, chilling. Right, exactly. You know, these First Nations, you have a First Nation baby also now to protect right exactly so yeah which brings a whole other level to it because throughout the movie we're sitting here going and she even is she's like i feel like people look at me like i am you know this thing that's getting ready to pop and we're we're terrified of what's going to come out because who knows this baby could be you know a majority that's that is where uh, let's just backtrack that is where the title blood quantum comes from so blood quantum is mostly a governmental word that they use to explain or to say how much blood you have in you that is indigenous so if you get certain benefits things like that that is your blood quantum so now we're trying to figure out what blood quantum this baby might have is this baby going to be all white is it going to turn inside her and like kill her is it going to be Native American? Is it going to be fine? We don't know. And that's fucking scary. Well, because it could be immune or it could not be immune. So, you know, it, it's, you have to, there are certain, I mean, there's always some couple that has a 
freaking baby during it. Now, granted, this is six months later, so she was pregnant before. She was actually talking about getting an abortion before, and then the world ended. Like, that's terrifying. You didn't even want to go through this. And now you don't have pain meds or nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fuck that. And it's not even about, like, it doesn't matter to them how much, you know, it's just, like, is it going to survive this horrible you know disease ridden you know fucking zombie world like if it is it going to be immune or not that's the the whole issue with this baby because he loves her so much it's that's not that's not an issue and she loves him too we see because we see in the beginning they meet at like a hospital together he needs like stitches or and she's gonna talk to somebody about getting an abortion and they're in the waiting room. He's like, are you embarrassed by me? And she goes, God, no, I'm embarrassed by him. And she's talking about her dad. I'm assuming. And mm-hmm. she doesn't really like come out and say specifically, but it seems like that. So it's almost like she doesn't fucking care either way. They love each other. And that's the sad part. And it's even more sad at the end. So. Yeah, exactly. Which we will get to. So let's go back to this little girl that we bring into this compound that they have created. So this community that they have created, they have been safe for six months, essentially, with this compound that they have created here. And they bring in this, they don't let the, the little girl come in because she's clearly turning. Like she's so sick and in this virus so deeply that she's turning right there. The little girl has a father and he's obviously beside himself because now he has a little zombie girl and they kill her and they do it very respectfully. They say, come inside. You don't want to see this. And they take him in. Everyone that comes into the compound, they have to go to the nurse's station and she has to check them out and she asks them questions, you know, how they're doing when it was last time they've eaten, what have you eaten? Because if they've eaten anything that's infected, they are also themselves going to be infected. And then she asks them the most important question, have you been bitten? Listen, this made me so mad. This girl, this older girl, probably in her 20s, maybe 19. It's hard to tell because she's not around for very long. Right. They ask people if they got bit. No, no, no. We are in an apocalyptic situation. Okay. If I was a nurse, if I had to protect a facility of my family, I don't give a fuck. I'm sorry. They do this now. I know it is humiliating and it can be traumatizing and I get that and I'm not trying to downplay that. But this is this is a life or death situation. Strip. I am going to look at every single part of your body and I don't give a shit anymore because this is about you killing my family. She says, have you been bit? And she says, no. She lied. Like, For what? You know you're going to die, so why are you trying to take down all of these other people for what goddamn reason? That's what I don't get. I'd be like, dude, I did, and I'm going to die, and I really don't want to die this way, so can you just, like, take me outside? Don't tell me when you're going to do it, but just, like, shoot me as I'm walking away. I don't know, but I don't want to fucking deal with that either. Just snipe me. (laughs) Right? Do you have any extra pills? I don't know. I'll just fucking (laughs) do it myself. And... There is a guy that actually does it himself, which is also so fucking selfish. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. The dad, right? Yes. At least tell, like, I would totally be like, I'm going to go kill myself in the bathroom. I would totally tell somebody that so that they could be prepared to come get me or something. 
but at least tell someone just like this fucking bitch if she had been like yeah i have this problem they may or may not have killed her right there but maybe they would have watched her for a few days while she died at least because at some point you're out your mind right like right. you don't know what's happening to you so they seem there's like one one of the brothers i think he's pretty much a hard ass but he's not the definition of like all of these people so a lot of them are very compassionate like especially mm -hmm. the, the father the sheriff he's very kind mm -hmm. he's still very level-headed about everything but right he's still very like like he did with the father he's like you don't want to see this come inside like we're gonna take care of this but that's still your little girl like you know exactly. the situation and, and she just was okay with the fact that she was going to basically kill all of these people because she was going to turd i just don't get the reasoning no and i agree with you i i don't get this this the nurse mom like i agree you're insane everyone would be stripped down i'm sorry period you can have a man if you're a man and don't want me to see your stuff i get it but you're still gonna do it yep if you want a female i will do it for you if you want a male we will have somebody here but honestly like I don't care. I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel like that's a policy. Like, if you want to stay, you will strip. If you don't, bye. You can go back out there. Yeah. 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 Lame. Mm -hmm. But it's like, at the same time, that's actually, I have a huge problem with the end of the movie, which I will get into. And this is kind of why. And it's almost, it's like, it's that horror movie trope where you have people that know their shit and know what to do, but you have to put these little stupid, stupid things in there, little gotchas so that they can't actually make it. And that's so fucked up because these this group had it fucking down. And if they had put in one more goddamn policy, which I'm sure they will in the future now, <laughs> I'm sure that if the mom and son make it somewhere, it'll fucking, you know, be a thing. But it's too little too late. Mm -hmm. Yep. Obviously, what happens is what exactly what you think happens. They let people in that don't tell them that they are bit and they don't find out until it's too late. So, you know, chaos <laughs> ensues. And then, of course, they have the, the man that committed suicide and he, you know, is there getting his shit ate on because of the other bitch. You know. So I mean, that was pretty good. We got to see a, a... So we have the two brothers, one brother with the pregnant girlfriend. He's pretty sweet. The other one is totally fucked up. And I get that it's not even his fault. He's just so fucked up because of society and bad parenting and all kinds of shit. But he is so fucked up that he is just causing more and more problems. And this girl who has been bit, who comes in and didn't tell anybody, he actually knew her. And he has actually ha had sex with her before. He went down on her and she was on her period and... He didn't realize, so it was all over his fucking face. And now he wants to embarrass her. And instead, it gets turned around on him, and she ends up biting his dick off when she turns, which that was pretty good. Bad, terrifying, wouldn't want to deal with that, but that was pretty good. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, we have all these, like, issues with, like, people starting to turn on people and stabbing people. And, I mean, there's just the the problem it's sad because you want the everyone to stay together and to help each other and get out of these situations but 
people fucking lose their minds, man. Yeah, it never happens that way. People are selfish, terrified creatures who just run and screw everybody else. Yep. 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 Letting zombies loose on purpose inside compounds and stuff. Yeah, that's the 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 crazy son who is fucked up. He literally does that shit. He does that on his own people. So he's from the beginning, he doesn't want to take in any of the white people because they're basically just taking care of him, which is another colonialism comment on this is the fact that it's just like we react with or not all of us but a lot of white people especially used to and still now react with you know reservations and stuff why the fuck are we taking care of them why are we doing this they just need to change and that's exactly how it gets turned where this son is the one making the comments on why are we doing this why are we taking care they're just another mouth to feed so he goes in trying to release the zombie basically to kill them all but it's also his own fucking people in there too right yeah and he also like starts stabbing people like it's yeah he loses it man he fucking stabs his own brother yeah he is gone off the deep end yeah like a couple of them go out to like go on this mission to you know get rid of some zombies because you can try to cut the population down and they come back and you know everything's just overrun total disaster and then they you know there are a couple survivors trapped in the basement which is like the worst place for people to be trapped because you got to get down to them but they totally band together to take care of this situation they're like okay i'll be the fucking bait let's do this shit they play you know loud music so that he can get the zombies away and i just love that that teamwork aspect and that's part of what pisses me off that they just turn this into a normal zombie movie where everybody dies because they have that teamwork aspect they can fucking do this and overcome and it fucking sucks yeah makes it even more tragic (laughs) right but yeah we do have the other son has made it to the basement for his fucking knife wound the mother is down there we have a bunch of other people because this is the hospital we have a bunch of other people that are hurt and sick in there and we have the pregnant girlfriend down there so fuck basically all the family is down there we gotta go get them yeah and what's really sad is some of them like they band together one of them is just straight up eaten alive yeah And then the rest of them, they do get down there and they end up making it out and they stop at a church. And while on the other hand, the other brother has a like group of people trying to murder survivors. So now we basically have split this family that was strong together, essentially. Granted, he was kind of losing it, but they were still a unit. And now one of them is just murdering people for funsies. Exactly. And this is is the colonialism commentary that I wrote down because I thought this was the best one. You hear over the radio his dispatch lady because he's – our main guy is a cop. He's a sheriff. And he has been hearing from this dispatch woman this whole time or at least in the beginning of the film you heard her. Then he dies. She doesn't know that. So she reaches out to him again and other people are hearing this on the radio. And she, what she says is they're killing people at the church. Now, why that's so interesting to me is because that's exactly what white people used to do. It's exactly what they used to do. We, you would take them and if they came to the, the mission or whatever, then you, you know, you might try to save them or you might say, yeah, they're a horse thief. Let's fucking hang them. 
That is exactly what would happen. There's multiple times where churches were burned down with people inside. So it's interesting to turn that on its head because when you get to the church, it's basically all white people. And what they're talking about is getting rid of the people that they that they were having to take care of. Basically, they don't want to have to take care of these people anymore. So the quote that I wrote down about colonizing actually happened earlier <clears throat> in the movie and I forgot to bring it up. One of them said the planet turned white men into something she could use again. Fertilizer. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Which also, yes, comment on colonialism. But secondly, just us killing the planet in general. Because it's rich white men typically. I'm not saying just because obviously there are corporations. Every country in the world, you know, China, India, everywhere that are destroying the planet but just and especially and when we're talking about colonizing we're we are and we have destroyed the planet essentially and we're trying to backtrack now but we're getting really down to the wire on too little too late right so yep and that's some of those when we talked about there are like art there's artwork into and thrown into the movie it's actually like animated artwork scenes like very very short little blips kind of like if you think about like harry potter and the brothers you know yeah exactly it's kind of like that and that's kind of some of those scenes it has mother nature and stuff like that yeah i really like those almost like graphic novelly style art it was great yeah exactly so we go to the the church that people are being killed at which... except now our girlfriend is in labor oh dun, yeah dun, dun, dun. yep so, of course, and we knew that was going to happen, you know. Right. It's a horror movie. We know. Yeah, we, we know. <laughs> so they go to try to stop his friends from murdering survivors. And the brother is still murderous, and but he gets shot, but not before the brother unleashes a zombie from the trunk of his car on the pregnant girlfriend oh who's in God. labor. Okay, 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 okay. I need to get on my soapbox for a second because I actually really like this movie except for the last 15 fucking minutes and it starts basically here-ish. Basically, once you get to the church, it is all downhill from there and it fucking sucks because they are a good group of people. They cooperate. They are really good at their shit. They could fucking get through this and they don't. And my the example is actually this fucking scene because we have the pregnant girlfriend in labor We have the mom nurse who's trying to help her through it. And we have one, I forget his name. I'm sorry, but we have one of the guys, one of the random background guys who is there to protect them. Okay. It is a big field. There is one church, nothing else around for fucking miles. You could see this guy walking across the field from, you know, as he walked out the fucking door of the church. Okay. You could see him. And I understand this girl is in labor, and I understand that the mom is busy, and she's probably not paying attention, but the dude who's supposed to be fucking protecting them should be paying attention. Why did he, she, it's all of a sudden, it's, oh my god, look behind you, and he's getting, like, cut in half. Are you fucking kidding me? You're not doing your job then, okay? Second thing, mom, we have actually already seen, is a pretty decent shot. She gets a gun, and he threatens everybody, so she puts the gun down on the trunk. Then he walks over. He turns his fucking back and walks over to the trunk of this other car to let this zombie out. And she finally, finally picks it up. She should have already fucking shot him. As soon as he walked towards that fucking thing, he should have been shot. Period. In discussion. What are you doing? Protect yourself. Then 
she goes, don't you open that trunk. And she's like just holding a gun at him. And as he's opening this trunk, fucking do something about it, bitch. Don't tell him not to do it. Just fucking shoot him. Why is this a thing? And then he lets the fucking zombie out and it's a whole fucking problem. Because we have to because it's a horror movie, right? Yeah. So annoying. If you're actually in a survival situation, that shit would not be fucking happening. That guy would be fucking dead. It's not her son. Like, I... I'm not saying that she shouldn't have and probably doesn't. She probably does have feelings for this poor kid. She watched him grow up, too. But it's not even her son. It's the other kid. Fucking shoot him. Yeah, that is. Also, she shoots the gun in the air. And now the zombies are like, ooh, there they are. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh. I know if you were to shoot him either way, but like you shot it up in the air, too. And, you know, now the zombies that that was just like a you know, flare for the zombies, basically. Right, <laughs> so They're exactly. all going to depend on you now. So then you have the the other main guys who are in the church saving these people, which that's awesome. They're, they're killing the bad guys. They're saving these people. But now we're going to get overrun with zombies. And now that's the end of our film, is trying to get away from these fucking zombies. And of course, we have to lose more people along the way because that's got to happen because it's a horror movie. And one of them is Grandpa. So he is the one originally that was fishing right in the fucking beginning. He has been there from the fucking start. And actually... They end up leaving on a boat, and the where they take off from this boat is where Grandpa was originally fishing. So we've actually come full circle at this point, which was really cool. And he ends up say, saying, I will not leave this land again. Now, I am not saying anything against that. I get why he doesn't want to leave this land again, and I get the political commentary on it. As a horror movie person, that shit pisses me the fuck off. Just get in the fucking boat. Just get in the boat. Get in the fucking boat. <laughs> exactly. Like his last stand is cool and all. He's got like the samurai sword and he's taken him out. And we get one of the comic book story pieces that shows that he survives, which is really fucking cool. But it's still like get in the fucking boat. <laughs> yeah. And also to mention that at this point, the zombies eat the bad guy alive so that's cool oh yeah they fucking stab him so that he can't go anywhere i I thought they were gonna like kill him no and then they call the zombies to eat him like that's fucked up damn i gotta distract the zombies (laughs) right what's really sad though is first of all we have the guy armed with a sword to fight off the zombies badass Mm -hmm. and what's so we get in this boat our our pregnant girl, the mom, and her son, so the pregnant girl's boyfriend. We have our three in the boat. That's how they're going to basically escape the zombies so that she can give birth. Because then zombies aren't going to get them like, out floating out in the water, right? Right. So she, though, was bit. Yeah. Pregnant. Yeah. So that's, and remember, she's a white woman. Right, so she is going to turn. So now we also got to get the fucking baby out of there before she fucking turns. Yeah. Which we do. We do. What's really sad and terrible is we get the baby out, and I think they have a baby girl, I believe. Mm -hmm. And they're laying there, and Joseph is his name. He loves her so much, and... She basically says, like, please shoot me because 
I don't want to kill you or the baby or hurt anyone. And she's like begging for death, essentially. And she holds her baby for a little while and she's starting to feel the effects of the virus. And so she's like, take her from me and begs for death. And so he shoots her. And basically the last scene of this film is him laying with her dead body while his mom holds the baby. And it is just devastating. Yeah. That scene actually caused me to have a conversation with Connor. I was like, end the world. If you're going to kill me, I don't even care if it's I have cancer and we have nothing else to do but you shoot me. Please don't let me know. Like, I can't imagine her sitting in the boat waiting for him to fucking shoot because he takes forever. Forever. And Connor was like, no, no, you just held your daughter. I would take her away and bam, it'd be done. Like, you just, you were happy with that last second and then we'd be done. I'm like, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's a zombie film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and it that, it's effective as a zombie film and as kind of a, you know, interpersonal issues of what we get with zombie films in there. You know, people go crazy and start killing other people. And so we do have that, but. We do have important commentary on colonialism and those issues that are not just present in the United present in the United States, Canada as well. And I've learned a lot about that from listening to creators. I, I know that TikTok gets a bad rap for their dancing and Gen Z, but listen to them. They there's a lot of indigenous creators from the states and from Canada that talk about their experiences. It's very important to listen to those and to watch films like this and to listen to this commentary because we need to to change things and that some it's we did some horrible things and our ancestors did some horrible things and we're still we are not, but you know, they're still dealing with those things. And so when we have these films that come out, it's kind of a shame that it didn't get more of a platform, but now it is on shutter. So watch it. (laughs) Yes. And that's exactly what we're trying to do here is maybe give some of those types of films that aren't getting the platform or the country or where it's from, if that's why it's not getting it. And that's what we want to do this year. Like there's going to be plenty of countries on here that you've never heard of making a film before or people like this and I think that's going to be so much fun to not only see the movies and see what other people are doing but also be able to review them and because I know a lot of those movies don't get good reviews or get many it's interesting that on Rotten Tomatoes this is so split because it doesn't have a ton of reviews but it's got 92 critic consensus, 90 or 92 critics and 104 audience member ratings and they're incredibly split. And the critics give it a 90% consensus and the audience now even though there's very few, 92 critics, 104 audience, that's about the same, 90% on the critic side and 39% on the audience side. Damn. So here's why I think that is happening. I think that the critics are listening more to what it is saying. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about its take on the zombie film and its tone and 
uh, while the the audience is more like the just zombie movie, which is okay, but you know, and and I don't I don't mean that in just the like, well, critics are deeper because audiences are not stupid, but mm-hmm. if you. So a lot of people do think that politics and art should be separate, but I disagree generally, you know. Yeah, like so. entirely disagree. I feel like that's exactly what art is for, is to help us through political things. That's exactly what it's for. And it's very interesting because I think as you dive more into it and you're more involved in politics and more involved in art and film, you know, maybe when you started out just wanting to watch movies, you're like, oh my God, get the politics out. But as you get in more to both, you're like, no, this is perfect. This is where it belongs. And so, you know, it's just kind of depends on who you are as a person and who you are politically and who you are, you know, as a horror fan, I guess. So, you know, it's just kind of interesting where these, these things fall. So I'm interested to see if this does get more viewing on Shutter. So this is actually, I pulled it up on Shutter to see what the rating is on Shutter. This is a Shutter original. This is not a Shutter exclusive. So when I say this didn't have, we were talking about it not having a wide release. That's why. So kind of, kind of backtrack on why it didn't get a wide release. Shutter gets things as exclusives very often. This was made by a Shutter team. So that's why Shutter rates things on a five scale like we do. So if you have a Shutter account, you'll see five little skulls. It's got a four out of five. So that's telling you what horror fans that have Shutter are saying. So that's higher than what the audience on Rotten Tomatoes is saying. Now, take Rotten Tomatoes with a grain of salt. That's not the end all be all of review sites. That's just one of the more popular, like you see it even on, you know, commercials and trailers and things. So. Yeah. Plus, I feel like horror people are more accepting of political things in their movies. Like, that's exactly what horror is for, is to show political problems. And, you know, it's been that way since ever. Yeah. I mean, we just went through 100 years of horror with you guys, and there were a bunch in there that were political commentary horror movies. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm looking through the comments on Shudder right now, and a lot of the bad reviews are... I am not seeing anything about anybody disliking the political commentary. They don't like the ending. Ha! Yes! Bad third act. Yeah. So, well, with that, I'm going to launch into my grade then really quick because that's exactly what I was going to say is this movie would... Okay, if it was just as a zombie movie, this movie would get a three out of five for me because I don't like the ending. I feel like if you were going to do something if you were going to do a colonialism commentary movie like that, then you should have ended it better. The way you ended it was the way a white zombie film has ended. And that pissed me off. You should have done better. I feel like this whole group could have survived. I understand you needed some heartbreaking things because people need to feel that. We had that with the white girlfriend. And I, I understood why you needed to kill her as well. Like, I, I get it. But we could have saved the dad. We could have saved the mom. We could have saved, like, I get even getting rid of one of the brothers. But grandpa, all that shit. We had all these people that really banded together and they were so good at what they were doing. And that upset me because everything else, this movie would have gotten a five out of five for me. So now I guess between the two, four out of five. Same as Shudder. Yeah, I would probably, I was teetering between kind of like a three out of five. 
or a four out of five and I'm still kind of teetering between the two. So I'd probably split the difference on like a three and a half. But as far as like everything that they were trying to do, I definitely say more like a four out of five. Uh, I appreciated everything that they were saying at like a five level, obviously. But as far as the entire experience of the general film goes probably like a three and a half and then you know 10 out of 10 on the commentary so (laughs) but I definitely recommend it you know especially Mm -hmm. it's a fun zombie film and then when you have everything underlying it's definitely one to go into knowing that it's a, a deeper movie you know yeah exactly and when do you see a Native American horror movie never so definitely check it out it's so good yeah, it's worth it. Definitely. Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us for another installment of the foreign horror series that we are doing this year. You can look forward to more as we go through the year. We have a lot of countries coming up. Kind of nervous about some of them only because we've heard some brutal things about some yeah you know, things coming up from some countries but you know i'm excited that being said so again all these socials are extra sisters podcast except for twitter which is at the extra sisters so come on over and hang out with us over on those and until next time stay creepy